It's the Y'all Show, still in Nashville, day two of the Country Radio Seminar. Good to have you back here on the Y'all Southern Show, where we talk news, we talk sports, a little politics, we talk barbecue, we talk all things music, and that's what we have a big spotlight on here from the Country Radio Seminar in Nashville, Tennessee. We'll be joined in the next segment by the Harrises, the Fighting Harrises. Precious and her husband, Mike Harris, will be joining us to talk about not only the radio seminar and some things that they want to talk about that has happened here, but we'll also discuss how incredible the boom Nashville is and what it's been enjoying the last decade or so and we'll get some thoughts from mike who is a native of england but has lived in the states and lived in the south a long time so it'll be fun to have a guy with a funny accent stopping by here on the show that's all about the south talk with a southern accent we'll have a talk with a southern england accent in just a few minutes here when the harrises join us on the y'all show we've got some special country radio seminar related guests coming up on today's show later this hour we'll be joined by jd shelburne he is a newcomer from kentucky and he's got some awesome stuff that we'll be able to share with you learn more about this rising artist jd shelburne later this hour when we get to hour two we'll start off with precious and mike joining me for the friday free for y'all we'll have some good david lee murphy songs that we'll play for you but we'll also have a special song all about the country music business the making of the records a song called 16th avenue made famous in the early 80s from star lacey j dalton that is ahead at the start of hour two and then we'll have david ball the guy that brought us the song thinking problem look what followed me home riding with private malone david ball will be our special guest in hour two as we will be stopping by to talk about all he's got going on in the music business these days and then we'll close it out we'll look at the new movies this weekend and some college basketball news and notes before from dixie with love we'll send this to the house our number here on the y'all show is 803-816-1170 on twitter we are at y'all show would love to get your feedback anytime that you have something to say about the south that's what we do here we love our dixie Looking at headlines real quick before we switch over to music talk. If you've been to 31A or 30A, that is the regional destination. You see all those light blue stickers on cars all over the place. That is on the panhandle of Florida, Grayton Beach. It's the area between Destin and Panama City. Very cool place. Very lovely place. One of the major landmarks of the Grayton Beach, Florida area and 30A is a restaurant called the Red Bar and it was burnt and destroyed by fire this week, totally destroyed there in northwest Florida. The owner put a statement out and said, On behalf of my family and the staff of the Red Bar, I want to thank the community for the tremendous outpouring of support that we have already received. It means a lot to me that we live in a county where our leaders recognize the importance of our shared history and the efforts so many of us make to shape our community in a positive and unique way that came out from oliver ollie pettit co-owner of the red bar now i've been to this place many times it's really probably the most famous restaurant certainly on 30a but for a lot of people who vacation around destin and pensacola and panama city it's one of the most famous restaurants in that whole stretch of the emerald coast it's it was a strange place because you they did not take let's see they don't think they took debit cards you had to pay cash only but they were always slammed and they had really eclectic food it kind of had a jamaican feel in my opinion but it's now been burnt down no telling when or if it will be rebuilt but a lot of people plan their friday and saturday evenings when on the emerald coast around going to the red bar and sadly that place went up in flames earlier this week 
In Tennessee, a dying witness in his final moments gave authorities investigating a 1973 cold case murder the break they'd been hoping for, and this helped lead to Max Benson Calhoun's indictment, and that came earlier this week. He was from Monroe County in Tennessee, and a grand jury there has now ordered him to be arrested, and he's being held without bond. John Constant Jr.'s body was found slumped over in a cab in his truck back in 1973 in Venor, Tennessee. Investigators said he'd been shot 17 times, and now this dying witness giving some kind of indication of this cold case murder from 1973. So many times these days we learn about arrest because of DNA, but in this case, this man had been holding this information all these years and then as a dying gesture there in that town in Tennessee, letting the Monroe County authorities know that he knew a little bit more about this 1973 murder. A hungry bear has found itself trapped on the top of a garbage truck. Golly, this happened in North Carolina in Windsor on US-1 as drivers were treated to an unusual sight this week. A black bear riding on top of this garbage truck in Windsor apparently trapped by the netting used to keep trash from blowing away and after receiving a 911 call the birdie county deputy pulled the truck over and informed the unaware driver of the extra non-human passenger on board and when the net was pulled back the bear ran off into the woods that's good news authorities there in birdie county north carolina said this was the second time in six months they had gotten a call about a bear trapped on top of a garbage truck see we know that bears like garbage but now we know that bears ride on top of these garbage trucks and there's a great picture i say great because we know the bear survived here of this bear going down the highway a photo put out by the windsor north carolina birdie county chamber of commerce showing this bear trapped on a garbage truck and our final headline of the day comes from south carolina as we told you back in mid fall early late fall when they had that gigantic mega million lottery jackpot thing where a guy won 1.54 billion dollars well the winner has yet to come forward and that means the state of south carolina might be a big loser as officials thursday removed the estimated 61 million dollar windfall the winner was expected to pay in state income taxes from tax and other estimates and that extra money had been included as the governor and lawmakers prepared their spending priorities at the beginning of the year. I don't know what is up with this person, if there even is a real person that won this $1.54 billion lottery jackpot in the mega millions drawing that was held, that was all the rage back on October 23rd is when the winning ticket was drawn at the KC Mart convenience store in Simpsonville, a suburb of Greenville, South Carolina. And I promise you, it was not me. I would love to have a cool $1.54 billion available, but not quite in my plan as of now. That is a look at the headlines here on this Friday. When we come back, we're going to switch gears and get back to country music talk. Precious Harris and her husband, Mike Harris, will be joining me here at the Country Radio Seminar in Nashville, Tennessee. And we'll talk all things music and a little bit of Nashville news and notes. And don't forget, we actually have some great artists stopping by. We've got J.D. Shelburne, an up-and-coming new artist, stopping by at the end of this hour. And next hour, don't forget, we got David Ball. Yes, I admit I got a thinking problem. And you won't have a thinking problem if you just keep that radio dial locked right here to the Y'all Show with John Rawl. Talk with a Southern accent.
Purpose&L works when you have a cold sore and works when you don't. If you haven't tried this for cold sores, you're missing out. Purpose&L penetrates deep to treat cold sores. It really works. I apply it as soon as I have one. Purpose&L also protects against certain triggers caused by the sun and cold with added SPF 30 protection. I use it in the winter and in the summer to help protect against flare-ups from sun damage. Purpose&L works when you have a cold sore, works when you don't. Use as directed. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When a client calls, what do you want them to hear? Your personal voicemail? Hey, you've reached Greg's cell phone. Uh, I'm away right now, <laughs> obviously. Uh, leave a message and maybe I'll get back to you. Or something a little more buttoned up, courtesy of Grasshopper. Thanks for calling Green Landscaping. To make an appointment, dial 1. For billing, dial 2. To speak with Greg Smith, dial There's three. no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you, and I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with the Purple today. Get a $100 store credit with the purchase of a mattress. Just text NICE to 797979 to get your $100 store credit. The only way to get this exclusive offer is to text NICE to 797979. That's N-I-C-E to 797979. Message and data rates may apply up to five messages a month. TNC and privacy policy found at purple.com. Reply help for help or stop to cancel. It's the Y'all Show, direct from Nashville. It's Country Radio Seminar Week here in Music City. And I'm John Rawl. I'm joined by a Harris here on the program. But it's not the mouth of the southern, western portion of Kentucky. It's Mike Harris, her husband. Yeah. We're looking for Precious. She's around here somewhere. But Mike, we're glad to have you. And I'll just let you start talking. Well, she's around here somewhere. You know that. But if you've ever uh, been anywhere with Precious, you must know that she can only go about 10 yards before somebody stops her and goes, Precious, i got to talk to you. Let me show you this. Let me talk about this. I love you, Precious. So uh, right now she's probably close by, but it may take her a little while to get here. Well, we'll get her when we can. We're just glad to have you. Now, you're no stranger to music, and and you've been around Nashville a long time, and I want to learn more about that. But, of course, you've been here all week at the radio seminar, too. And is this something, as a Nashville resident, you look forward to each year? Absolutely. Uh, It can be exhausting, though. Uh, It means that radio professionals from all over the united states and beyond we've got people from great britain from germany and uh, other parts of europe they come here because this is where you've got to be if you want to talk about country music and country radio uh and in fact country radio is the biggest single genre of radio. did you call my name 
the biggest single genre, not John Roll. <laughs> He's a big John Roll or a big something. Uh, so there, here we are with literally thousands of people here. Uh, so yeah, it's just great to be here. And it is a big deal. It's been a big deal for, I think this is the 50th um, uh, CRS, Country Radio Seminar. So obviously it's got staying power. Well, I mentioned one of those cities you mentioned off of people coming to and countries would be England and got jolly old UK. And I, I, I may be wrong, but it sounds like you might be from there yourself. Well, I'm a southern boy, but I'm from the south of England, uh, now living, of course, in uh, Nashville. But yeah, I'm from England. I've been here a long time and I'm not going anywhere now. Well, let me th- say thank you on behalf of the all of y'all nation for, for the English language. Well, thank you. I'm happy to pass it on. (laughs) Now, you've lived in the South a long time, and I want to talk about some of the fun stuff that that means. And also we'll talk about, well, let's talk about what happens in in the UK when it comes to the South. Is the South, what what is the general opinion when you tell people, I live in the South, I live in Tennessee, what, what do most people think over there? Well, it's interesting because until recently, the whole idea of country music Uh, in England dated back to Jim Reeves and Dolly Parton because there really wasn't much playing on the radio over there you'd even have someone say oh they still got Boxcar Willie how's Boxcar Willie doing these days and you'd say well not well I hate to tell you but he's not doing well but living in the south uh, sometimes when I say I'm living in the south uh, there's that feeling that goes right the way back to gee well uh crooked southern sheriffs and all that kind of thing because that's what people see in movies uh and to be honest with you i didn't know what to expect when i came here all those years ago because i'd started in new york and then in delaware and then moved to nashville tennessee so it has been something which i've grown to know and love but gosh it it was a little bit of a culture shock (laughs) but i don't care i think it's great i love being here and i wouldn't change anything now so you're telling us not only are you from Great Britain, but you're a damn Yankee, too. Uh, <laughs> you came here from New York. I did come here from New York, but I'm an escaped Yankee. And I'm, you're going to say carpetbagger, but that's not fair. I came here because I love the place. I love the music. And of course, I love Precious. So I got, you know, I'm three for three. Yes, you are. Well, we're glad that you and you have helped Precious with our show. Thank you for all that you do on that front well one of the things i want to talk to you mike as a guy who's been here for a few decades in nashville at least is all the changes right here around the omni hotel where we're doing the radio seminar downtown has changed and it's not just a little change big time changes and i'm talking like in the last five years absolutely in fact uh the uber driver that i was uh, just riding with earlier today he was pointing out all the cranes which of course i you see them if, if you ever come to nashville anytime soon All you will see is construction and massive cranes going up. And as he pointed out to me, there's actually a shortage of cranes. They can't get enough of those huge cranes to come here to build more hotels, more condos, more everything. And of course, right here where the Omni Hotel is, you can walk out and hit about a thousand hotels in one fell swoop. So what brings so many people conventions i mean we're kind of at a convention now but what is it that has so much tourism and so many hospitality offerings here well that's it uh you've just mentioned it it's hospitality you can't go anywhere uh in downtown nashville without finding something great something you can do there's restaurants there's bars uh there's great places to visit 
And I sound like I'm talking from the uh, Chamber of Commerce, but the fact of the matter is, it's true. In fact, it's, there can't be many country artists who haven't put their name on a restaurant or a bar or both. Uh, they're almost next door to each other, whether you're talking about Blake Shelton, uh, Kid Rock. I mean, you name it, someone's, uh, even George Jones has got a place. Not that he knows he's got a place, because unfortunately, in case you didn't know, he's no longer with us. But there is a George Jones place here. Uh, you name it, there's somebody has built a restaurant uh, or a bar. Downtown Nashville now is such a mecca. It feels like you're in Las Vegas in many ways. Well, speaking of those downtown offerings by the recording artist, just last evening I was invited to an event at John Rich's restaurant, Redneck Riviera. Oh, yeah. And he had, not only was he there, but he had the unveiling of his new line of whiskey. It's called Granny Rich's Reserve. And I didn't realize that John Rich, a former Lone Star singer, which he actually on stage last night, maybe he said it before, but I've never heard him publicly say it. He said that back in 1998, he was fired from Lone Star. That was always what we thought, but it was kind of like a hidden thing as he was a part of that group when it first started. And as he said on stage, he got fired and he was at a low point. I believe his being dismissed from Lone Star might have been one of the best things that ever happened to him. That's absolutely right. And sometimes you have to remember that when it looks like something terrible has happened to you. Uh, then sometimes it really does work out well. I, I was talking to another uh, young artist just the other day, uh, and she'd come to Nashville, almost immediately got a recording contract. They put together an album for her, and everything's going great. They're getting ready to release it. The management changes, and I won't tell you who it is. Management changed at that record label. They told her, we're shelving it. Oh, and by the way, we're dismissing you. We're not actually going to release anything. You're free to go. And it felt like it was a total devastation for her. But as it turns out, she then went back, wrote a whole bunch of more songs out on the road, touring, doing great. And her career probably would have stalled if they had released that album. Yeah, it's the biggest crime on all that is the fact that uh, people get their anticipation is up and, and, and there's a big passage of time that happens. And so they end up wasting all that time that might have been something if they had been given the fair opportunity. Absolutely. In fact, uh, there's another a male artist who was signed with a record label, and it happened to him too. And they kept putting off the release and putting off the release because they wanted to get the promotion behind other artists. And it got to the point where all the great fresh stuff that he'd cut was out of date after about three or four years. So it's just sitting there. He's still technically under contract with them. They won't release them from the contract, but they won't release the songs, so he can't go anywhere. He's stuck. Now, if you live in Nashville like you do, and so many people that we have here at the radio seminar are in the biz, they're in the industry, are there times where you feel like this is just a regular old town, it's not Music City, USA? I don't think we could ever feel that way. It's still Music City, Uh, and... This is where it happens. I had a great friend of mine who's a songwriter, and he actually was British and had a huge success in Great Britain, Roger Cook. He wrote a lot of songs with his writing partner, uh, Roger Greenaway. They wrote songs like uh, I'd Like to Teach the World to Sing and a whole bunch of hits in England. And I asked him why he ever came to Nashville, and he said, this is the last place on earth where they're writing story songs. And he came, picked up a whole new career here. And if you listen to music that comes out of Nashville, that's what they are. They're story songs. 
They may be tempo songs, dance music, they might be ballads, but this is where music is written. This is one of the last places where songwriters literally make dates to sit together and write in a writer's room and create music. And it happens all any time in, in Nashville. At some point, there must be five or six, maybe ten different writing sessions going on. And they're creating the music, which is going to be recorded by artists. And that goes on to be hits on the country music uh, charts. Well, speaking of that great music and people making records, a lot of times the great thing about this town is it's a town where dreams come true. And sometimes those dreams aren't exactly what you were hoping for, but they may take a little bit of a curve, but you're still very happy. We've got a guy coming up in the next segment, J.D. Shelburne. He is from Kentucky, and he's got an awesome song called One Less Girl that we're going to play right here on the Y'all Show. And you're going to get to learn a lot about this Kentuckian and the great sound that he's got. And that's just an example of have a gentleman comes here, puts out great music. He hasn't quite crossed into the big, big time, but got a great video out there. And with maybe with the Y'all Show, we can make him a household name. Absolutely. Uh, and that's what happens. The, people talked about, well, you, you were so lucky. Uh, you often hear that said, well, this person must be real lucky to get that. But the fact of the matter is, it's surprising how when you're really prepared and you've really done all your homework and you've paid your dues, you've been out there playing honky-tonks and places where three people show up, You've really learned what it is to do to work with a crowd and make your songs go over. And it's amazing when you do that, when you've done all that work, it's astonishing how lucky you get. You've just got to be prepared for the opportunity when it presents itself. Yeah. Going back to last night when I was down on Lower Broadway and the John Rich event for his granny, who was there. By the way, it was her 87th birthday. <laughs> And she still smokes. She still drinks. And I saw her smoking on stage, this 87-year-old. And uh, I think you told me you watched a report on TV, and she smokes a lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, according to John, uh, he said that, of course, uh, she's elderly now, as you said. But he said that she still drinks whiskey every day and smokes a couple of packs of cigarettes. Now, I wouldn't recommend that as, uh, as, as a diet to, to, to get you to be 90 years old. But apparently it seems to work for her, so you can't argue. Yeah, and it was fun to see her. Uh, speaking of someone who kind of lives a fun lifestyle, also on stage with him at the event was Gretchen Wilson, Gretchen Wilson. redneck woman herself. And, of course, her big song was written by John Rich. So those two have a mutual love of each other just because she sang it, he wrote it. Now, I, I would probably say it was one of his biggest songs, if not the biggest song as a songwriter for John Rich. But a great event last evening. And, again, the name of that line is Granny Rich's Reserve. And do you know much about his line of whiskey that he's got out? I can't say that I do. I know he's got it, but what I did hear was that he's actually successful. That They're making money at it. It isn't just something where they've slapped his name on it. He said that he's completely involved in the production and the tasting and the fixing and the distillery and everything involved in it and the marketing. He actually is a very good marketer uh, in the same way that Garth Brooks is just a master of marketing himself as a product and that's really what john rich has done as you said he had a, 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 a his career came to a screeching halt at one point and he reinvented himself and went on but he also knows that uh the way the music is going you have to also have some other strings to your bow and that's what he's done he loves that whiskey and so he made a point of creating it in his own image so to speak well, I thought it was getting a little political last night when I was at this event because, well, he has a connection to the president, and he was at the inaugural and all that, was on The Apprentice, 
But I heard him say Pocahontas there at the event. If you haven't heard about that, that's what President oh. Trump calls Elizabeth Warren. Yes, that's right. And I heard him say Pocahontas, but he wasn't talking about Elizabeth Warren. He was talking about Gretchen Wilson. She is from Pocahontas, Illinois. Oh, okay. So I'm sorry for all the residents in Pocahontas, Illinois. You've kind of been usurped by the president here in the last year and a half. Every time he says that word, people in Pocahontas are like, oh, we, we actually had a town that we were pr- quite proud of prior to Elizabeth Warren. But that was mentioned, and it just it was a, man, great barbecue and a great event. Sorry you missed it, Mike. Yeah, I'm sorry I missed it, too. But you, there are so many events running concurrently when you're in Nashville – well, if that happens in any day, you have to decide where you're going to go. But especially during country radio seminar, uh, there are literally seminars, showcases, and many other things going right there at the Omni Hotel, and some in specific suites. But then there are also ones which are off campus, so to speak, in bars and restaurants. And I think you went to one today, did you? Well, you and I both went to the Ryman Auditorium. You went to that event, and I went to it, but I had to leave because I had to get back and do some great y'all show interviews. But what happened at the Thursday showcase at the Ryman? That was amazing. Uh, for a start, the, the UMG, Universal Music Group, and all of their, uh, their family of labels brought out everybody, pretty much, that they have on their labels. And it was tremendous, just one star after another, doing one hit after another. But if I can tell you, this is... This actually shows you what a professional guy this is, Keith Urban. Can I just tell you this story, what happened? So he comes on, and he's got this new song that he's coming out. It's called Were, W-E-R-E. And so he walks on stage, and after he said, hi, everybody, and thank you, country radio, he gets out his cell phone, and he says, I'm going to sing this to the track so that you've kind of got some background music behind my voice, if you don't mind. And he presses the button on his phone, starts playing his guitar, and after about four bars, the backing track just stops. So he stops singing. He goes, oh, just a minute. I can fix this. I can fix this. So people are kind of laughing a little bit. But he's really cool. And he said, I tell you what, I'm going to start it again. If it does it again, I'm just going to keep on singing because who cares? You can just listen to me sing it uh, just with my guitar. He presses the button. Sure enough, about four bars in, the track just fades out. He's, he's a pro. He carries on singing. Uh, and his brand new song and then he gets to the second verse and he suddenly stops and he goes I've forgotten the dang words to this song <laughs> so here he is he's selling this song his brand new song to all of these guys who are program directors they're air personalities they are program directors they are people who are going to make the decision if they're going to add this song to their playlist now if this was a young guy starting out he probably would have just fainted dead away on stage. But Keith Urban, he's a pro, and he just looked at the audience. He said, hey, you know, why don't we just go back and sing the first verse all over again twice? And everyone starts clapping and cheering. They're just doing great. So he handled it like a pro. And it just shows if anyone's out there listening and they are an, an, an aspiring artist and you suddenly forget the words believe me no one's going to know just roll with it and do it just like Keith did learn from Keith there isn't really anything bad that you can do as long as you're just having fun and the audience will love you for it they sure loved it when he did it that's Mike Harris here on the Y'all Show, also known as Mr. Precious, and he is Precious Harris's husband. And we're still looking for Precious. Maybe we'll be able to round her up here in just a few minutes. Right now, though, we're going to bring on someone after the break from her native state of Kentucky. 
J.D. Shelburne will be stopping by, a up-and-coming artist. He's got an awesome song that we're going to play for you called One Last Girl, and he'll tell you the backstory. All that on the other side of the break with the Y'all Show, direct from Nashville. We'll be right back. I want to keep my heart healthy, so I get my cholesterol checked regularly. And when my doctor told me my cholesterol was borderline, I found garlic. According to my pharmacist, there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. And one garlic tablet is equal to a whole clove of garlic, except it's odor-free. Yep, I'm doing what I can for my cholesterol, and I'm doing it with garlic. Garlic, cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. This is a cow, a cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 6262. That's promo code 6262 at Vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When picking a phone number for business, what sounds more professional? Your personal number? Hold on, let me give you my cell. And uh, actually, let me get yours too, just so I don't ignore your call, you know? Or a dedicated business number, courtesy of Grasshopper. It was a pleasure meeting you. Our number is 1-833-IT-TROOP. Give us a call anytime. There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. When I have a cold sore, I want something that works. Purpose and L penetrates deep to treat your cold sore. And it's enriched with lysine, vitamins, and lemon balm for soothing relief. But even when I don't have a cold sore, I still want something that protects against a flare-up. Purpose and L protects against certain triggers caused by the sun and cold, including flare-ups from sun damage with its added SPF 30 protection. So it treats and protects. Works for me. And me too. Purpose and L. Works when you have a cold sore. Works when you don't. Uses directed. It's the Y'all Show Talk with a Southern Accent from the Country Radio Seminar in Nashville, Tennessee. Music City, USA. I'm John Rawl here on the All Southern Program. We got a good Southern boy here. I don't know if it gets much better than a boy that grows up in a Kentucky tobacco farm. That's right. We got J.D. Shelburne coming by, and he's a rising star. J.D., welcome to the Y'all Show. Thanks for having me on the Y'all Show. How are, how are y'all doing? We're doing good. That's not too hard for you to say, is it? <laughs> no, not at all. It's all everyday vocabulary in Kentucky. And, and I wasn't having fake news here. Tobacco farm. You grew yeah. up in what part of Kentucky? Taylorsville, right outside Louisville. Uh, grew up out there my whole life on a tobacco farm, raised tobacco from the time I was uh, old enough to hold a tobacco spear. And uh, we, uh, my dad ended up we retired from the farm from tobacco um, back the early 2000s. 
mountains. And so I spent many, many days sweating and doing tobacco. If you've never done raised tobacco in any any way, it's... I've just raised hell. What a job, man. And I've raised collard greens, which is kind of similar to <laughs> tobacco, but not quite maybe as... Uh, not many haters. People hate tobacco growers, it seems like. It's a lot of work. It's hard to find help, too. Oh, I know. Tell Nobody me about work it. anymore. I used to be that help. <laughs> and the only thing I had to look I don't. How did you? How do you harvest tobacco? So there's like, you, you have to plant the seed. Uh, then you yeah. have to grow the seed up. Then you have to put it in the ground. Yeah, yeah. Then, I got all that. What then, about the... Then you, you got to, you know, you gotta, it's got to, it's got to, once you cut it and put it on a stick, it's got to set in the barn. For, it has to be manually cut. It, yeah, it has to be manually uh, cut. There's no magical machine that goes over there and cuts it. I think it. there is now, according <laughs> to Facebook. But back then, it's like you got to, you know, put sticks on a stick and let it hang in a barn for about four months and let yeah. it go and get, they call it encased. And so it has to rain on it. It gets where the leaves wilt. They don't break off when you throw it out of the barn. Hey, so. if this music thing doesn't work out, just keep me away. <laughs> I think you could give Winston and Marlboro a run for the money. JD, of course, you you're not making too many tobacco fields grow these days. It sounds like you've got music on your mind, and that's a good thing. You're from, like you said, the Louisville area, and that is a an area that's always had a very strong country music connection. It has, you know, being from Central Kentucky, uh, I grew up in a small town. I taught myself to play guitar in college, kind of late in life. My grandmother passed away in '02. Where'd you go to school? Uh, University of Kentucky. Go Cats! I know you're Ole Miss. Well, SEC, SEC. Uh, you know, I'm just feeling sorry for you. Y'all had a tough loss oh, to LSU man, this last, week. Oh, it was tough. It was tough. You watch all the games? Oh, every time. Yep. What'd you get a degree in? Uh, telecommunications. Oh well, yeah. hell, you can take this job over. <laughs> we'll we'll switch for a week. You Let's can either happens. go back to the tobacco farm or you can take over the y'all show. So yeah, it's uh, you know growing up in Central Kentucky, uh, you know I, I taught myself to play guitar in college after the death of my grandmother. Uh, literally picked a guitar up, found a guitar in her house, taught myself to play and sing, and it literally was a joke at first. And then I kind of started making some bands and making a little money, and I was like, man, hey, light bulb went off. Let's see what see what happens. And now we have a video on CMT, the new album, and uh, I've been in it a decade. Hustling and grinding and meeting people and playing shows all over. How do you stay in it a decade? Because it's expensive to be what you're it trying is. to do and and get that lucky break to become a household name. And we're not there quite yet with you, but we're getting there. So how do you have that endurance? Do they teach that at UK? You know, they, I guess, you know, uh, with going to class, you know, if that's what you call it. But, uh, you know, uh, if, uh, playing shows is what keeps you going. You, you make money, and each yeah. year, each show pays it may pay you a little, little bit more, a little bit less. And, you know, each year I was, I'm playing shows every weekend. And so I was – and I love to meet fans that, that actually learn my songs, sing my songs, buy my music. And so I have four albums out. So it's been every, – every year I've gotten a little bit farther along or a little bit closer to my actual huge, like, goals – and uh, so it's just, you know, I'm still hungry, even being in it 10 years and uh, being able to help charities and, and give back to my hometown and stuff like that. Doing stuff like that really, really makes you want to keep keep it up and keep it going. I mean, I don't know what I'd do if I didn't have a guitar and, and couldn't sing anymore. Well, where the heck and, is your guitar? You know, it's actually in the, in the suite. <laughs> okay, well, that's not sweet. Yeah. <laughs> I want to ask you, J.D., you've got the fourth album out right now. So you've already got three behind you and you got this fourth album. And we're going to let you discuss the single from that called One Last girl but what what what's different about this fourth project you know i've really evolved as a singer as an artist i know a little bit more now than i know back then so um, now you're a U of L fan is <laughs> no not close <laughs> they do support me though i will give them that i grew up blue man blue in my blood but um you know just this album i feel like i have really good songs um a couple years ago i used to live next door to a number one hit writer it wrote has written songs for all the big artists chesney mcgraw luke bryan Who Keith Urban, uh, mark nessler is his name ah. Mark, uh, he uh, he's really. We became friends. He started to teach me to write with him, and then he was giving me his songs to cut when I wanted. And so I feel like this collection I have now is the best collection of songs I have thus far. And 
you know it's really uh, it's really helped me get more gigs better gigs more paying gigs and so uh, the fans really really have you know bought this album online which is really neat and the single of course One Less Girl you know a I haven't heard it I, so, I'll, I, true confession have not heard it but boy based on the name alone I don't know where you're going with that title yeah, you'll have to wait and see okay yeah you know it's uh, it's, it's a breakup song should we play it here on the y'all that'd be, that'd be wonderful well let's do it here's One it. Last Girl let the audience make up their mind about this great song one less bar in this town I go drinking One less beach to watch that red sun sinking One less number in my phone One less way to get back home One less church to go to pray If less is more is what they say Then I got one more, almost got it right One more string of sleep one more, tell myself it's gonna be okay One more, man, what could have been One more, why this had to end One more empty bottle in this world Cause of one less girl One less favorite song that I'll be playing Unless I love you, that I'll be safe One less pair of blue-green eyes One less car parked in my drive One less dance out in the rain If less is more is what they say Then I got one more, almost got it right One more string of sleepless nights One more, tell myself it's gonna be okay one more, man, what could have been? One more, why this had to end? One more empty bottle in this world Cause of one less girl That I still want, that I still need That I can't stop thinking about That took my breath, took my heart Can't live without girl and that is our great guest from taylorsville kentucky we're talking with jd shelburne here on the y'all show taylorsville just outside of louisville and we're learning more about this rising artist now on this fourth album the name of the album is uh, two lane town two lane is that what taylorsville is pretty much <laughs> yeah it's actually one of the songs it's actually a, a lyric Don't let me go there and catch a four lane uh, yeah, right you won't trust me okay if you find one let me know um <laughs> It's uh, it's actually a lyric from one of the songs on my record. The okay. song 
songs on my record didn't really stand out as a title. Yeah. And so I was just listening to songs. I was like, you know what? I'll just be different and pull a lyric out. And I thought Tulane, I let my fans vote on it, and Tulane Town was what they voted for. So the fans, uh, that was that was the fans' fault. Yeah. <laughs> so well, it worked out cool, and, and it relates to my hometown. So Yeah. And now you, if it's a Tulane Town, let me guess what all you can find there in Tethersville. You probably got a Dollar General? Four of them. Three of them. Three of them now. We have three dollar stores. It's crazy. They're all dollar general or? One family dollar, two dollar general. Hey, he knows it's Taylorsville. Damn right. Hey, what about grocery stores? We have a country mart. No Walmart. This is like, this is like a minor league Kroger. They've been in business. It was Foodland. They, didn't, they, they graduated to Country Mart. I don't know if you had a Foodland where you're from. They're small town grocery stores. I've seen store. them. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, so that's the that's the uh, the only grocery store we had. That's it. Still now, you're, you're west of Louisville? East. Oh, east, okay. Yep. So directly above you would still be Indiana. Yep, not too far. I mean, it's I have to go to Louisville to get to Indiana, but yeah, it's uh, we're we're kind of halfway between. Like, um, we're in Bourbon Country. Tokyo. I mean, you're not far from the racetrack, right? Uh, from Speedway, from yeah. Sparta. Yeah, we're about forty minutes. Okay, probably, yeah, forty minutes. Hey, you talk talk about Bourbon Country. Yes, that is indeed yeah, where you are. I mean, we're we're right in the middle of it. I mean, Four Roses and Jim Beam and Heaven Hill, and they're all right there. So we get a lot of traffic, a lot of tourists. Louisville's booming like crazy, and you know, it's just been Central Kentucky's been a great platform for me to introduce music, make fans, and there's just opportunity. There's shows. Louisville has endless for the Derby Festival. Yeah. And, you know, they have all these bourbon shows coming in, so it's, it's been great. All right, what's your touring schedule these days, Jay? So I play uh, over 200 shows a year. I did 225 last year. Uh, I've got 59 on the books right now, and it's only February. So uh, I just announced the show yesterday. I'm opening for uh, uh, Tim McGraw and Little, Little Big Town coming up in the fall called Hometown Rising. Uh, Keith Urban's on it as well. Where is that? Um, Louisville, Kentucky. They just, they just put me uh, yesterday, so... A huge festival coming to Louisville in September. I don't festival. think you're opening for them. I think and they're closing so, after you. Yeah, well, that sounds good too. But uh, you know, <laughs> um, yeah, you know, I've done. I've got festivals, fairs, bars. Um, you know, so I'll be uh, doing shows all year long. I mean, I'm booking my fe- my schedule right now. All right, give us your propaganda website, social yeah. media. So if you guys uh, check me out online, I'm at uh, jdshelburne.com. It's spelled J-D-S-H-E-L-B-U-R-N-E. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Uh, check us out. Love to have you as a fan. At J.D. Shelburne, one word, on Instagram, Twitter. Love to have you as a fan, y'all. Yeah, all right. J.D., you got good hair. Tell me the secret to that. Yeah, you need yeah, you need hairspray, man. I, I, is that what it is? Yeah, it's it's, it's all right. Well, honestly, I think I get hives when I have hairspray. <laughs> Last time I put hairspray on was was one of my wedding days. Yes, I've had more than How one. How many times have you been married? Twice. Twice. Third time a charm or no? Well, I'm 0-2. I have to tell people this before. My first wife was from Tuscaloosa and a University of Alabama alumnus. My second wife, Oxford, Mississippi, University of Mississippi alumnus. I am 0-2 in the SEC West. Should I switch gears and go to the SEC East? I think so. Kentucky, there's some, there's know, some beautiful ladies in bluegrass. In bluegrass, bluegrass. Girls, man. Now I've seen some good looking yeah, Kentucky a lot Wildcat of, girls. A lot of now. Where's your Kentucky girl? You know, actually, my wife is uh, Indiana. Native, oh gosh! But you know, I've converted her from the Hoosiers to the Wildcats, uh, and okay. uh, it seems she smiles a lot more. Okay, know, maybe. But now well, she. I do need to go to Lexington. Sometime. Yeah, Lexington's there. There's a, there's a, there's a lot of bluegrass, and a lot of horse racing, and, and uh, Keeneland. Keeneland, yeah, Keeneland. That's love uh, us some Keeneland here. All right, we're on the off show. We we love your music, and we encourage everybody to go to check out JD Shelburne's website and more. Get the good music there. But let, let's talk some fun here. Well, you you mentioned you were a Kentucky alumnus. Mm-hmm. What are the cats going to do here in the postseason? You know, we um, I went to Indianapolis and saw him play Duke. Duke beat us by like thirty. We just weren't our team yet. Uh, and Cal, if you, if you ever, have ever watched Cal, I mean, the teams progress. 
as the season goes along and gets better. I mean, we've been in the Final Four. You know, Cal's been in the Final Four for the last, you know, six seasons at one time and championship in 12. I think, even though last night we won on the last second tip-in, we missed a lot of free throws. It just no, it was a lost. bad night. We did. But at the same time, we just had just won 10 in a row. Um, I think we're winning a national championship. All right, you heard it right here. J.D. Yeah, Schumer with the early chance. prediction. What about Tennessee? They Tennessee is tough. Team. I mean, we play them Saturday at Rupp. First game at our place. We'll see what happens, man. They're real tough. You know, Grant Williams and uh, uh, Admiral, I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, I think it's the two best teams in the SEC going against each other. And it's at Rupp, but sometimes, like last night, we lost at Rupp, you know. So, yeah. you know, if we're, if we're hitting the three and uh, – we're hitting our shots, and I think we can beat them. But if now not, you're kind of, I'm not going to pick on you just because you're from Kentucky. You're kind of a tall guy, so yeah. I bet somewhere in your past you played a little basketball. I did basketball, and baseball. Did Believe you? it or not, our team did not. Or our school did not have a football team. Oh. Didn't have any money for it, so we were basketball and baseball, and so that's all I did growing What's up. What's your height? Six four. Oh, that's about what I am. Yeah. So you, I do I say six five. You're kind of tall too. Yeah. yeah, I'm tall, but I don't have that hair spiked up like you do. <laughs> I like that. At least you got hair. Yeah, that's, that's a good thing. Yeah, I'm grateful for. And that. I even have back hair, but we won't go there. <laughs> Let's talk about Mark Stoops and the Wildcats yeah. on the football field. Were you happy with 2018? Oh, thrilled. Uh, Mark Marcus just uh, really changed our program. I mean, the kids believe, the students believe. I mean, when I was in, at UK. Uh, you know they were giving away tickets to the games and just you know that was before Rich Brooks. It was right. It was it was uh, Rich before Rich was Guy Morris and he he kind of had us. I think it was. I'm trying to think if it was how mummy then how mummy then then guy the guy was starting to really go in. and then I became friends with Joker Phillips and uh, and then we became friends. He was in my first music video and then the Pride of Franklin. Kentucky. That's right, man. One of the greatest guys. Man, he's such a nice guy. And then uh, and then Stoops come along and uh, we just our players have you know everything. Get, we're getting better. Won, won the bowl game, and uh, I mean, we, we finally beat Florida. I mean, we, we've been so close so many years, and they just threw a hail mary and caught it in the end zone. There's been times that I thought we were going to win. We were getting ready to rush the field, and they caught a pass and scored a touchdown. But we finally beat Florida, and uh, you know, I'm excited to see what happens. You know, it's, it's excited to see not just basketball be great, you know, football. So, and our women's cheer, I mean, cheerleading. I mean, UK is a really great school. A lot of money, a lot of good athletes. And they got a proud alum right here. Oh, absolutely. And J.D. Schumer. 2016 Alumnus of the Year, baby. Are you really? Yes. Yeah. Proud of that, <laughs> proud of that award, too. I dust it off. See, that, you, you, you did the double thumbs up. But see, Kentucky, unlike those Texas schools, there's no sort of hand gesture. That <laughs> I know. Kentucky, well, this is what we do. Okay. All right. Well, whatever. Hey, Kentucky, uh, uh, <laughs> we're glad to have them here in the Y'all Footprint and on glad the Y'all Show. And we're tickled that you took some time to come out here. J.D. Shelburne, I'm going to guess, J.D. Jefferson Davis? One more. No, what do you Give me one more. What do you think? Well, Not I was close. channeling the Dukes of Hazzard since I saw I know, John Schneider. I know, I saw him too. J.D. Hogg, you know, yeah. I think was John also. David. John David. Hey, John a little David. biblical there. Yep. I like that. And in the Bible, Jonathan, which is my first name, Jonathan and David were best friends. Yeah. So. I like maybe that. we're best friends. We but didn't. Maybe know. you're best friends with yourself since you're John David. <laughs> right. But hey, he is JD Schubert. We're glad that he could take a little time to join us here from Country Radio Seminar 2019, the 50th CRS, and we'll be watching for him in the town that you live in. This is the Y'all Show. We'll be right back. If 
you're worried about your cholesterol, hear how others are taking charge with garlic. My doctor said my cholesterol was borderline, but I've been taking garlic and it works. I've been taking garlic for years. My pharmacist recommended garlic. He said there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. I take garlic every day. No garlic breath. Lots of people like you are choosing garlic to help maintain a healthy cholesterol. Garlic, it's cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. Purpose and L works when you have a cold sore and works when you don't. If you haven't tried this for cold sores, you're missing out. Purpose and L penetrates deep to treat cold sores. It really works. I apply it as soon as I have one. Purpose and L also protects against certain triggers caused by the sun and cold with added SPF 30 protection. I use it in the winter and in the summer to help protect against flare-ups from sun damage. Purpose and L works when you have a cold sore, works when you don't. Use as directed. Beep's coming. You know what to do. Hey, I'm going to just rip this Band-Aid off. We need to break up. You're just, you're not good for me. I'm always sweaty and uncomfortable around you. And I'm not getting any benefits from this relationship. You're just a basic memory foam mattress. I deserve better. And before you ask, yes, there is someone else. I've been seeing the purple mattress online for a while now. Don't blame yourself. How can you compete with a bed that totally supports me, hugs my pressure points, and sleeps so effortlessly cool? Not to mention the 100-night trial and free shipping. Now that's a bed with benefits. It'll make me feel better than you ever could. Break up with your old mattress and get with the purple today. Get a $100 store credit with the purchase of a mattress. Just text NICE to 797979 to get your $100 store credit. The only way to get this exclusive offer is to text NICE to 797979. That's N-I-C-E to 797979. Message and data rates may apply up to five messages a month. TNC and privacy policy found at purple.com. Reply help for help or stop to cancel. Welcome back to The Cat Show. Up next, we have Nico. Nico is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right. A group known especially for their sunspot sleeping, ball chasing, leg rubbing, couch purring, bed leaping, and of course, companionship. Wonderful. And what breed would you say Nico is? I'd have to go with a tabbyish Persian kind of mix. Tremendous cat. I'd also like to point out her coat's wonderful mix of colors. Is it black, gray, gray, black, brown? Somewhere in between. Indeed. You know, it's always special when we get to see a cat like this. Just look how she struts. It's like she owns the place. And how she's so incredibly cute in her indifference to commands. A strong-willed feline. Ah, and see how she curls up and cuddles her person. The pitch on her purring is simply perfect. Nice one. I know. Fantastic cat. Fantastic indeed. But really the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Nico is to meet one. Visit theshelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. It's the Y'all Show, talk with a southern accent from the country radio seminar in Nashville. And here's one of country music's great right now to get this hour two on a Friday started. She couldn't keep from crying when she told me goodbye. But I knew, Lord, it was breaking her heart that she was breaking mine. So for the sake of her feelings and the sake of my pride, I told her not to worry about me. So I'm sitting here soaking up the neon lights, misery looking for some company. And tonight I'm looking for a party crowd, slamming the back and laughing out loud with the smoke so thick, the blues can't hang around. 
Tonight I'm looking for a party crowd Slamming them back And out loud where the smoke's so thick The blues can't hang around We're at the CRS in Nashville Jumping like it just don't care If they're dancing over here Or fighting over there I'm making the rounds Looking for a party pal. That's Mike Harris we got a party crowd. Them looking for a party crowd. Slamming them back, chaps. That smoke's so thick. The blues came hanging around. It's Friday. Everybody, get excited. Weekend starts here. Yes. Just don't care if they're dancing. Oh, there's Precious. Just in time. Hello, it's the Y'all Show. We are at CRS. Mike Harris. Precious Harris walks in the room, and we are here having a great time getting in the fun of the weekend, y'all. And we have there David Lee Murphy with the great song, Party Crowd. And we're not done with David Lee Murphy. we got another song coming up him from just a second. That would be called Dust on the Bottle. Precious, I know you've got some David Lee Murphy stories and such. Yes, I do. His manager and I have been friends for actually almost 27 years. Yes. And uh, when he had Dust on the Bottle come out, I was uh, very much into algorithms of songs and melodies and stuff because I was working for a hit writer. And so I told my boss, I said, Dust on the Bottle is going to be number one across Gavin at the time, R&R, which is Radio on Records, and Billboard. And he said, I'll tell you what, if it hits number one on all three across, I'll give you $20. I said, Okay. And sure enough, it ended up number one all across the board. And it was the only song in the entire decade that did number one across all of those charts, if I remember right. But I'm pretty sure it was. Precious Harris bringing the country music knowledge to the Y'all Show. Good good to have you. We've been looking for you in hour one. And we know you were out talking to all kinds of people and doing what you're supposed to be doing, which is working, which is what we're doing here on the Y'all Show. But you talked about dust on the bottle. Why not play it right here on a Friday? This is David Lee Murphy. Trio Williams, they lived down a dirt road. 
Made homemade wine like nobody I know I dropped by one Friday night and said Can you help me Creole? I got a little girl waiting on me And I, I want to trade her right He said, I got what you need son As we step down in the cellar He reached through the cobweb As he turned on the light He said, it might be A little dust on the bottom But don't let it fool you About what's inside There might be A little dust on the bottom But it's one of those things That gets sweeter with time You were sitting in the porch swing As I pulled up the driveway My old heart was racing As you climbed inside You stayed over there close at me Drove down to the lake road Watched the sun fade in that big red sky I reached under the front seat and said Now here's something special It's just been waiting for a night like tonight There might be a little dust on the bottom But don't let it fool you about what's inside There might be a little dust on the bottom But it's one of those things that get sweeter with time. You're still with me, and we've made some memories after all. Said good love, well it's like a fine wine. It keeps getting better as the days go by. It might be a little dust on the bottom, but don't let it fool you about what's inside. It might be a little dust on the bottom, but it's one of those. It gets sweeter with time There might be A little dust on the bottom But don't let it fool you About what's inside David Lee Murphy Dust on the Bottle From Nashville We are at Country Radio Seminar The 50th CRS John Rawl Joined by our music insider, Precious Harris. We also have her husband, Mike, around here as well. I know I'm going to get Mike to come on toward the end of the hour. There's a new movie that's coming out, and he knows a lot about this thing and has a personal connection to it, and it is hitting theaters this weekend. So we're going to get him to talk about a wrestling movie coming out this weekend on the Y'all Show. Right, we always have a fun song to to mix in here on a Friday in our second hour. And since we're at CRS and it's a music-related event, we wanted to have a song that kind of promotes the music industry. And I had mentioned in hour one, I thought we'd be able to play Lacey J. Dalton's 16th Avenue, which is a great song. I can't get my hands on that one right this second. So there's another darn good song that we want to play here today on the Y'all Show that is similar to that. It came out in the 1990s from Alan Jackson. It's called Gone Country. And here at the radio seminar, you see all these artists who we hope have always been country. But, hey, country music has been very beneficial to a lot of people when it comes to career choices and 
and people who said, hey, I was a rock and roller, but man, when I heard Randy Travis or I heard Garth Brooks or Clint Black, I knew that I needed to switch over and make a career in country music. And Precious, I'm sure you've heard that story from a lot of people. Oh, yes. As a matter of fact, I was at the Nashville Palace when I heard Randy Trawick sing for the first time. They brought him back from the kitchen. He was back there washing dishes. And he came up on stage and sang. And when I heard him sing, it was so distinctive. My mother looked at me and she said, that is a blank, blank superstar right there. (laughs) Blank, blank superstar. What was his name then at that time? Randy Trawick. And so obviously Trawick, they decided, was something was going to be a bit tough to put on a record label. So they changed it to... Randy Travis. Wow, yeah. That's a, that's a little bit of history right there. Uh, and uh, it's amazing when you think what a difference it can make if you've got a name that is probably a little hard for people to pronounce or to remember. And that was a pretty smart move, to be honest, changing it to Randy Travis. Can you imagine when you listen to a Randy Travis song, him having any other name? No. That's it. No, I can't. And, you know, I've got a boring name like John. Mike's not exactly that exciting. But Precious is a darn good name. So you need to start singing. As a matter of fact, I was hanging out with singers and songwriters. Yeah, the, um, the co-writer Chris Stefano that wrote Tequila with Dan and Shay. And he was still reeling from the uh, Grammys from last Sunday. And, of course, uh, Red Akins, who I've known since 1994. He's got a, he's got a well-known son, too. Yes, yeah. Thomas Rhett. And, matter of fact, Thomas Rhett uh, used to room with my intern when I had an lip- intern from Lipscomb. And uh, they wrote a song called Facebook Her. And uh, it's just so, like I said, I've knew, I met Rhett, like I said, in the mid-'90s when he came from, you know, Valdosta, Georgia. So something in the water there. Something in the water in Georgia, and this guy about to sing this song about the country music business. Well, he's a good old Noonan, Georgia boy. Alan Jackson, Gone Country. She's been playing at a room on a strip for ten years in Vegas. Every night she looks in the mirror, and she only ages. She's been reading about Nashville and all the records that everybody's buying. I'm a simple girl myself Grew up on Long Island So she packs her bags To try her hand Says this might be My last chance She's gone country Look at them boots She's gone country Back to her roots She's gone country A new kind of suit She's gone country Here she comes Well, the folk seems dead But he's holding out in the village He's been writing songs Speaking out against wealth and privilege He says, I don't believe in money But a man could make him a killing Some of that stuff don't sound much different than Dylan Out here down there, it's changed, you see They're not as backward as they used to be He's gone country, look at them boots He's gone country, back to his roots He's gone country, a 
kind of suit He's gone country Yeah, he comes LA, but he's got a house in the valley. But the bills are piling up, and the pop scene just ain't on the rally. And he says, Honey, I'm a serious composer, schooled in voice and composition. But with a crime and smog these days, this ain't no place for children. Lord, it sounds so easy, it shouldn't take long Be back in the money, in no time at all He's gone country, look at them boots He's gone country, back to his roots He's gone country, a new kind of suit He's gone country, yeah he comes Back into the Y'all Show, we've got the Fighting Harrises here, Mike and Precious, joined by yours truly, John Rawl, as we broadcast from the Country Radio Seminar. I mentioned, you mentioned before we heard from Alan Jackson, Precious, the Grammys, that was held last Sunday. I haven't had a chance to get your take on the Grammy Awards. Casey Musgraves was the big winner in the country music category, but she's someone who really doesn't get a lot of airplay, at least on the radio, and I don't even know how many people really know about her that aren't diehard country music people like i said she was you know came out of the box so to speak when radio got a hold of her with you know merry-go-round but i actually met casey years ago when she did nashville star and i think the way it was that buddy jewel she was pretty young back then i may be still in her teens but buddy jewel was the winner i can't remember the second runner-up but the third runner-up was miranda lambert and i think casey was number seven back then in 2003 2004 but and but she stayed in town and she continued to work and write and network for the next 10 years and so she you know finally made it but she's she's knows who she is as an artist and once she's achieved that like she did with her merry-go-round she just evolved from that and what had happened is once she really felt who she was she stayed on that and built it and it's just like making a of just lots of fertilizer and greenery. She already knew who she was. She didn't have to try to find out who she was by putting out an album to see if it hit or missed. So that's why this record, Golden Hour, was so important because she had had realized the people that, that she got along with great in the writing room and what would bring her to the next level. And she stuck to it. And she didn't go by who everybody thought she would go to. She went by who she followed her heart just as a music businesswoman. And it worked 
Yeah, well, that's one of the great lessons of the music business here in Nashville is that things aren't going to instantly happen generally. Now, sometimes they do, but generally they don't. And it takes a lot of perseverance and a lot of grit to stick it out. This is the Y'all Show with Precious Harris and Mike Harris. I'm John Rawl. When we come back on the Y'all Show, we're going to talk to David Ball, Mr. Thinking Problem. Precious, what do you have to say about David Ball and his legacy in country music? I love him. As a matter of fact, on one of his songs called Too Much Blood and My Alcohol Level, one of my good friends wrote that, and my friend was in the video. And the only reason I wasn't in the video is because I decided to go to North Carolina and see my aunt. <laughs> but I wished I would have stayed in town. Wow, how about that? Well, David Ball will be up next, a great hit maker of the 1990s. That's ahead as we broadcast from the Country Radio Seminar in Nashville. Stay with us. I want to keep my heart healthy, so I get my cholesterol checked regularly. And when my doctor told me my cholesterol was borderline, I found garlic. According to my pharmacist, there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. And one garlic tablet is equal to a whole clove of garlic, except it's odor-free. Yep, I'm doing what I can for my cholesterol, and I'm doing it with garlic. Garlic, cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. This is a cow. A cow whose milk became everyone's favorite cheese at the craft fair. But cheese only lasts so long. The impression a small business makes needs to last much longer. That's why Vistaprint is offering 500 truly personalized business cards starting at $9.99. Choose from hundreds of fresh designs tailored to your type of company. Or upload your own. The choice is yours. The time is now. Get 500 business cards starting at $9.99 with promo code 6262. That's promo code 6262 at vistaprint.com. Vistaprint. Own the now. And now, a quick comparison from Grasshopper. When picking a phone number for business, what sounds more professional? Your personal number? Uh, hold on, let me give you my cell. And uh, actually, let me get yours too, just so I don't ignore your call, you know? Or a dedicated business number, courtesy of Grasshopper. It was a pleasure meeting you. Our number is 1-833-IT-TROOP. Give us a call anytime. There's no contest. Put your best voice forward with Grasshopper, the virtual phone system for small business. Try it free at grasshopper.com. When I have a cold sore, I want something that works. Purpose and L penetrates deep to treat your cold sore. And it's enriched with lysine, vitamins, and lemon balm for soothing relief. But even when I don't have a cold sore, I still want something that protects against a flare-up. Purpose and L protects against certain triggers caused by the sun and cold, including flare-ups from sun damage with its added SPF 30 protection. So it treats and protects. Works for me. And me too. Purpose and L. Works when you have a cold sore. Works when you don't. Use as directed. It can happen any moment Without reason or rhyme It might be right around the corner It'll come up from behind A picture that I thought would fade But I still clearly see When the thought of you catches up with me Yes, I admit That, my friends, the unmistakable voice of David Ball here on the Y'all Show. 
David Ball, John Rawl, and this is y'all. I like it. I, I like it. We're too. rhyming. We are. We are all about rhyming here. And David Ball, we are so glad that you could take some time out. We are at the radio seminar in Nashville, the 50th country radio seminar. And this guy, he stormed on the scene in the mid-1990s with hits like Thinking Problem and Look What Followed Me Home and then Ride With Private Malone after that and is just out here doing a great thing. And you had such an intriguing story 25 years ago. You still got an intriguing story. Because you weren't a rookie when you started in the music no, business. No, no. Or in Nashville, at least. I Yeah. I kind of musically grew up in Texas, moved out there with a band all from South Carolina. Well, Uncle Walt. Uncle Walt's band. Yeah. And, uh, man, the, those two guys were super talented. And that band went out to Texas uh, on the folk circuit kind of and, you know, went through a lot of changes and this and that. And here we are today. Of course, Walt Hyatt, the yeah. Walt we're talking about, was killed in that terrible plane crash right. back in the 98, 97. That value jet went down in the Everglades. Yeah, yeah. so that was a, a tough thing. But prior to that, you had started in Nashville with Warner Brothers Records with your first album, Thinking Problem. And I got to hang out with this guy a long time ago, and I know it's been a couple decades. But, uh, David, you may not realize this, but back in 19, was it 95? When was Thinking Problem out? Thinking Problem was 1995. Yeah, yes, yeah. it was. See, I, we're doing so good. I got you to take your hair. I know it, man. It's See, he's got, to... hey, you got good hair. Thank you. I bought that. It's still bald. <laughs> In 1995, I was a little punk 23-year-old working at a place called Country Music Television. And I was on the programming committee when your music video came out. And I helped make that number one. So you're welcome. Thank you. Because it went number one at CMT. And then, and actually, was right? num- yeah, it was number one at CMT for two weeks Woo. before it was number one on the radio. Wow. Well, so, congratulations. So here's this nice hat. Put that on, man. No, no, I'll put it on. But I was looking for if anybody out there wants to. Stetson, look at that. Uh, well, That's quality goods there. You know, you and I are both South Carolinians. Right. Uh, he's from Spartanburg. I don't Spartanburg. want to mistake it from Rock Hill City of his birth. Just like I was born in Columbia but grew up in Lexington. But right. in South Carolina, we don't wear cowboy hats. No, not too much. And I don't like cowboy hats unless you're a cowboy. It looks right on you. Yeah, but I'm not a cowboy. Yeah, it's hard to understand what the philosophy is because it really doesn't keep the sun yeah. off your eyes but it it makes that hillbilly music just <laughs> well, kind of start to swing you said you lived in austin and texas yeah i lived out in texas for about 11 years did you wear hats prior to going to there oh uh, always wore a hat but always mm, i don't think i did so there's your excuse yeah when you moved to texas then you qualified yeah oh yeah and that's and that's acceptable i started uh yeah you know musically it it, it got me. I loved it. it. It was the first time I saw some of those bands out there, big, you know, nine, ten-piece bands. Two or three of these guys, you know, on stage. And I thought, man, the I love it. The Bob Will sound. Yeah. 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 And, th- and there was a lot of that in Austin way back in the day. This was maybe, uh, you know, 70, early 70s, Jerry Jeff and all that. Right. And, uh, but locally, there was a whole lot of music going on, and uh, you know the big acts would come through there and play the Skyline Ballroom, and uh, so it was a wonderful, wonderful musical right. time. 
now it was in the mid 90s that you got your record deal and i as i said you're a different kind of cat and that's a good thing in, in music because you got to stand out you got to be a little different I think and you there were so many new. there were so many artists and i know i worked at cmt i had people like you walking in the office every day hoping we would play their music video and a lot of them we didn't but, huh. but a lot of them we imagine did. that yeah well but there just was not enough room some of them weren't very good but we we did try to break artists you weeded then. out the and then got to thinking problems when that this thinking is problem quality stuff here i mean this guy <laughs> this song i mean it was perfect it was, and obviously it wasn't just us the whole country fell in love with thinking well problems. it was a great way to kick it off you know and i'd been in nashville for about five years and i had that song in my pocket but it took a while. You know, they say it's a five-year town, and, man, I tell you, it was it was tough. And you weren't 21 years old at the time. No, no. I'd see, I'd been messing around in Texas for about 11 years. Yeah. They call it paying their dues, but uh, <laughs> we were having a good time. Yeah, well. And I was learning about music. Yeah. You know, and like I say, man, I think hearing hearing that Bob Wills record, he cut a record in the 70s, 73 or something. That's really one of the last times I've been really surprised musically. Yeah. Going like, what? What are you? Yeah. And and I was like uh, 21. I, I just thought, this is, it was everything I wanted. Because I love the harmony. I love the fiddling. Right. Had the upright bass. Uh, this, and Tommy Duncan singing, the, oh man, that was, and great songs. Yeah, bubbles in my beer. And, uh, and the great thing again, we love Texas music, but you're not a native Texan, and you fell in no. love with that sound as I did. I love yep. Twin Fiddles. Yep. And I, you know, I know a lot of those guys out there, and uh, but yeah, I like the older. I li- I've always liked the older '50s style stuff, and uh, that's where it got good. That was good. Hey. Speaking of David Ball, who had some great music and still has great music available here on the Y'all Show, let's go back to 1995 when this song blew us all away. It's Thinking Problem. Yes, I admit I've got a thinking problem. She's always on my mind. Her Yes, I admit I've got a thinking problem She's always on my mind Her memory goes round and round I've tried to quit a thousand times Yes, I admit I've got a thinking problem Fill the glass up to the top I'll start 
We're back on the Y'all Show. John Rawl, David Ball. We're at the Country Radio Seminar, and that song there went to number one. Great success there from the Thinking Problem album, right? That's the title of it, yes. And you had that the follow-up that was Look What Followed Me Home. And another song on that album that was not a single, but I think about it every time. Every this, day. Well, every hour of every day, but specifically on December 12th every year, I think of you. 12, 12, 84. Yes, Isn't that crazy? I don't know where that song came from. I just saw that date written out at my daughter's homework, and she had dated it 12, 12. Oh, that wasn't her birthday? No. I figured that was her birthday. And, uh,. You know, Fake news we, here on the y'all. We show. just, yeah. Well, it's there's truth. You know, <laughs> if it rings true, it's true. Well, he had a song on that thinking problem called Twelve Twelve Eighty Four, right? And I thought it was a really cool song. And we're sitting here talking about it all these years later, but I had no idea your daughter that was not her birthday. So mm-hmm. you learn something every day. But that wasn't the only album you had great success on. Then you had after a few years riding with Private Malone, riding the old Private. Yeah, I, I Private that Malone. has to be one of your most requested songs oh yeah we play that all the time uh that song was written by wood newton and tom shepherd and uh when i first heard it i just thought what a unique song very different and uh i love making the record wood and i had written about two or three songs and he had a studio happening in nashville and uh you know that was on a very independent little tiny record label and uh luckily they figured it out you know as we went along which is a good way to do things you know it wasn't like um you know twisting anybody's arm they came and played it you know just on the merit of uh the song so i was glad to have it now tell us what you're doing musically right now i love you know music's my hobby and it's what i do for the most fun and so what do you do for a job yeah really well (laughs) i'm lucky that my hobby we like i say we're going to texas uh tomorrow and i love still playing we've figured out a way to make everything very simple and do it all ourselves and uh now i might not work as much as i used to but uh we can play anywhere which is fun we except for that bowling alley that that didn't work out too good but other than that uh, I, I like getting You've out You've got there David Ball fans who weren't even alive in 1995 out there. And what's it like when you talk to these fans and they like, I love your songs, I love your music? Well, they've all heard uh, they've heard the song. You know, they've heard Thinking Problem. And uh, lo and behold, this problem alone is, uh, you know, we get paid when the record sells and that's how you make your money. And uh, 
Private Malone is unbelievable. It is unbelievable how that thing is still uh, selling. And um, it, it was a real uh, treat, you know, to meet, especially to meet the veterans and those guys that came out of Vietnam. And the whole record is re- really very good. We weren't thinking Private Malone was going to be a single, but we got such feedback. Right. You know, we put it out and then uh, – we put the next one out, which was a huge, great song, but nobody touched it because, you know, we got Private Malone for free. We didn't have to lift a finger. It just sold itself. What was that follow-up? Whenever you come back to me. No, I don't know. I know. I don't think See, I you never heard it. It's on the Amigo CD. Okay. I'll play it live, and it's the only song I play live where somewhere during the song, you're not going to believe this, somebody in the audience will cry out. They'll just yell. They'll go, ah! Okay. That's the power of music. What it's a it's a kind of a sad song, but in okay. a way, it's just you know. Okay, what are you doing right now? Are you making new music? Well, I just finished and got this new CD out called "Come See Me," and you can come find it davidball.com. And uh, you got to live with it a little bit. I like that aspect of music, you know, where you don't. Nashville's very, you know, oriented. They'll listen to half a song and tell you if it's any good or not. But this is not that kind of music. I, I didn't write this with that plan i wrote stuff that uh just you know comes out of the air you know while i'm messing around i'll get a song on my mind and there's a song on the new record called at the beaumont dent and alignment battery and body shop Ah. so you can't sit down and try to write something like that it just that's just the music i want to hear that's amazing well, let's it's talk amazing. about your native state of South Carolina, my native state, too. You actually lived at one time on the Isle of Palms, as did I, during my college days. Do you get back to South Carolina much? We get back to Spartanburg. Okay. And uh, hometown of Marshall Tucker. Or, hometown, not, hometown of Marshall Tucker, yeah, man. Marshall Tucker, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and they came out. Yeah. Paul Riddle and, uh, you know. Are you around the same age as those guys? Riddle, the drummer, is a year younger than me, oh, really? but the other guys, yeah, they were about three years older, I think, three or four years older. Okay, Doug and the Yeah, Doug's still around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Joe McConnell, the manager. Toy, of course, we lost him 20 some years ago. Yeah, and his brother, you know, Tommy, the bass player. So that's that was a real tragedy. And uh, I love Spartanburg, though. Uh, I love the beacon in Spartanburg. What are you talking about? Chili cheese a plenty. Well, I don't know what I ordered. They, order, please! They just order for you when you that go. That guy was so cross-eyed. He'd walk in, and he's so cross-eyed, and he'd look at you and yell, Order, please! I didn't, are you talking to me? What? <laughs> he'd look it over here. J.C. at the Beacon Drive-In. Yeah, downtown Spartanburg. Chili cheese a plenty is a hamburger cheese. Okay. Chili, mustard, everything else. A plenty is a big pile of French fries plus what? Okay. What? Onion rings. Uh, okay. Sorry, I don't have the menu down. In fact, if you Sweet go Sweet iced tea. Yeah, if you go there and you kind of stumble at all and don't immediately give yeah. your order, they just order for you. It can be tough. It can be tough. Well, they just order for I you. I took my drummer in there who's from Appleton, Wisconsin. Oh, gosh. And he ordered a fish plate. And he, they brought him so much fish, he couldn't eat all of it. It was He thought he was getting lake perch, you know, like they have up in Wisconsin. But this was 
ocean uh-huh. perch, sunfish type thing or something. And he couldn't eat it. And he carried that thing around with him for about four days. And we were finally like, get the fish out of the truck. We don't. <laughs> There's nothing worse than fish left over. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing worse. They got pretty good barbecue there at the Beacon. I they call it barbecue. That's not barbecue. Well, it's 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 okay. chopped up baked beef hash. All right, sorry. So I lived in Texas, in Austin, Texas, and the first time we went out to the Salt Lick and had the barbecue brisket, I was like, well, "This ain't this ain't like the Beacon." <laughs> <They> got- <laughs> But the Beacon, God bless them, they got great yeah. tea there. Oh, it's great food. I, I hit the Beacon when I go to Spartanburg, and then, you know, we played. Uh, get this. You know, I was in that band, Uncle Walt's Band. Yes, yes. Check that out. I'm Those sure. two guys have passed away. I'm the only surviving member of Uncle Walt's Band. Which was a kind of a big deal back in the 70s, It right? was. Yeah, we had it going on in Texas, yeah. for sure, and Carolina, uh, a little bit in Nashville. Well, uh, Champ's son, Warren, is a fantastic fiddler, so we'll go over there to Spartanburg and kind of do some uh, a reenactment. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's a lot of fun. And that's where I saw Riddle and all them, you know, God love them, them Tucker guys and a couple of people I went to high school with, you know, Spartan High. The Spartans, right? My wife's from Spartanburg. Yeah. Like I said, I went to a Walford football game there back Labor yeah. Day weekend. They played my Citadel Bulldogs. Oh, you went to the Citadel? Yeah, sure did. Man, I can tell you stories. I lived in, you know, down there for a long time, and uh, I, I can remember. You get any fights be, with cadets? No, being parked somewhere, though, on a little side road, and about four of these cadets, you could tell they were cadets because they were wearing any wool, and damn, they were, I thought I'd been drunk. These guys were so drunk, and they had to scale that wall. I didn't think you saw me. And it's like it's like one o'clock. Oh yeah. And I'm leaving Roger Bello, the great fiddler, yeah. and his house across the street was the wall. Uh, and I'm in my car, and it's dark, and it's not running. And these four monkeys were trying to get over that, you know, yeah. help it. Oh my lord! I thought, guys. Yeah, they were bad. Yeah. They yeah. were in bad. That's, that's some powerful drinking down there. Yeah, huh? well, I had my time, but what got me through the night was good old country music. I was there, sadly, before your music was out on the radio, so it was Randy Travis and Alan Jackson. Oh, you can't beat that. That's what got me to move to. Was it? I was living in Isle of Palms. So that I, gone country song yeah. was your life. I, I knew I was going to move to Nashville, but when I heard on the other hand, uh, and I thought, this is cool. This is good. Prior to that, you know, that's one reason I spent all that time in Texas, because I, I just wasn't, yeah. you know, it didn't reach me. When I heard Ricky Skaggs having hits and George Strait and Randy Travis, I thought, that's it. This is, this is what I do. I can... Well, you know, we're glad you did it, and we hope for more from David Ball. Thank you. We are so glad that you stopped by. This is the Y'all Show. More of the show is coming up. We'll go out with a little riding from Private Malone. Here's Private Andrew Malone. And if you're reading this, then I didn't make it home. But for every dream that shattered, another one comes true. This car was once a dream of mine, now it belongs to you. Though you may take her and make her your own, you'll always be riding with Private Malone. 
want to keep my heart healthy, so I get my cholesterol checked regularly. And when my doctor told me my cholesterol was borderline, I found garlic. According to my pharmacist, there's an ingredient in garlic that helps maintain healthy cholesterol. And one garlic tablet is equal to a whole clove of garlic, except it's odor-free. Yep, I'm doing what I can for my cholesterol, and I'm doing it with garlic. Garlic, cholesterol's natural enemy. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Use as directed. back for the final segment of the y'all show talk with a southern accent as we wrap things up from the country radio seminar in nashville we do want to say we've gotten a lot of interviews here this week that we're going to stretch into next week maybe even some into the week after that in fact here's a tease today we were able to track down an interview with bo duke john schneider we'll put that in the show in the coming days we've got a lot of well daisy wasn't here mike but i'll let you know when she's back around yeah but if you'd like for me to get you a pair of Daisy Dukes, I can certainly do that. I, I have my own pair. In fact, I'm wearing them right now. Yeah. What a what a jokester. All right, Mike, I do want to make you work here. Right. Put your Daisy Dukes on, and let's, let's talk a little movies. I know you keep up with the Hollywood scene as well as the Nashville scene. There is a couple of movies hitting theaters this weekend, and one is called Fighting With My Family. When I mentioned this to you earlier, you knew exactly what I was talking about. <laughs> I did know what you were talking about. I have not seen the movie yet. I've seen the trailers, and gosh, it looks terrific. Uh, essentially, it's based around professional wrestling. Uh, the background, apparently, to the story is this, that uh, The Rock, uh, Dwayne Johnson, was in England, was sitting up late one night, and about three in the morning, uh, a pro wrestling show came on uh, on the television of a very minor kind of standard but he was fascinated by the backstory with this family who were obsessed with pro wrestling at that particular time and he sat there and thought I've got to talk to these people and find out what their story is and being a smart guy and he really is he went back to the states talked to WWE and said we should make a movie about these people uh, not a documentary but create uh, a fictional uh, movie based on their concept it's this wrestling family and i believe it's called what's it? you tell me what it's called fighting with my family fighting with, fighting with the family. yeah and, and well it says here fighting with my family based on a true story starring starring florence Pugh, lena Headey, nick frost and the rock is i guess making an appearance in this thing uh in fact uh nick frost for anyone who does follow some of the more strange kind of movies uh has always made movies with Simon Pegg and watching the promos and the, the trailers I think uh, they're in this movie together they made Shaun of the Dead uh, together as actors and Run Fat Boy Run uh, this one seems to be it will be a rollicking piece of good fun and I, I love pro wrestling anyway it's a, it's a great fun thing to do and you've got to admit when you go to a a WWE show, and you got 70,000 screaming fans. It's a great experience. Mike, 
Is there such thing as a redneck in England? Because I believe I just found one. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, rednecks are worldwide, I'm sure. Uh, oh, believe me, my, my sister was married to a pro wrestler. Uh, no. Absolutely. He, uh, unfortunately, he was never made, to, uh, made out to be a star. Regrettably, he was the guy they'd put in the ring to get kicked all over the place and beaten up by the star. So he uh, had various different names, and often he would wear a mask and be builders from parts unknown. So he never actually made it as a big star, probably kind of like the people in this movie we're talking about. Wow. Well, other movies hit in the theaters this weekend. Happy Death to Death Day to You. That is a mystery thriller movie. Also, you've got Alita Battle Angel. That's uh, Rosa Salazar starring in that. Jennifer Connelly is also one of the stars. And another movie that's a comedy romance movie, Isn't It Romanta- Romantic? And that is a Rebel Wilson flick out right now. So, and Precious is over here giggling. Well, I was laughing. I sort of have a little bit of wrestling thing, too. Of course, I love Rebel Wilson, but I have to go back to the wrestling. Um, You know Bill Goldberg, the wrestler? Yes. He threatened my life one time. (laughs) You better explain that. Yeah, in a good way. What happened is we were doing The Angelus with Charlie Daniels, which is a fundraiser for three days of music and golf tournaments. And and all the wrestlers down there in Clearwater, Florida. And they were messing around out by the pool. And Chad Brock, at the time, who was a former pro wrestler and a country star at the time, picked up Bill Goldberg and just barely dropped him. I mean, he didn't miss the concrete six inches. And Bill, when he finally got back on his feet, he picked up Chad and was fixing to bench press him. And Chad grabs him around the neck and holds him like a girl. Grabs Bill Goldberg around the neck And Bill's got him just like he's walking him across the threshold And I snapped a picture about that time And Chad, the look on Chad's face is like Oh my god And Bill, about the time he looked at me And we got through taking the picture He said, hey, come here He goes, if that picture ever gets out I'm going to kill you <laughs> it, it really was It was one of those things that you could never have predicted It was going to happen Because Chad came running off stage He's like the adrenaline's running And he's going woo hoo hoo He sees Bill Goldberg And runs over and picks Bill up As and Precious Bill just was said. like a big old boy Bill actually could see the fear on his face yeah. Because he thought Unlike when you're in the ring That he's about to get slammed into the concrete And when he went down I don't think he was that happy with Chad And I think he taught Chad a little bit of uh, a lesson When he picked him up It was a fun day Yeah, but the next year I had the picture And I had Bill to sign it And Chad to autograph it And it was an 8x10 and an 8x10 picture magnet To go in your refrigerator And it brought $2,000 for Charlie's charity Right, at a a silent auction auction. He goes, okay Blondie, I'll forgive you (laughs) Well speaking of wrestling uh, Using that term, body slam There's a big basketball game going on this weekend Between the Kentucky Wildcats And the number one ranked Tennessee Volunteers Your take on that Go Kentucky. <laughs> I think they usually say go Big Blue. Yeah, go Big Blue. Okay, so you're predicting a Kentucky upset. I hope so. I was crying the other night at Buddy Jewel's CD release party watching LSU win just by a little bitty, bitty, bitty mark. Yeah, well, that's in the SEC, and you got a bunch of other ACC action and such. That's this weekend. It's also the opening weekend of college baseball around the country LSU number one Vanderbilt picked to be the number one team in the SEC and a lot of ACC and Big 12 teams getting it going today 
across the landscape of college baseball. Football-wise, the second weekend of the Alliance happens this weekend, including Memphis having their opener, the Memphis Express, versus the Arizona Hotshots from the Liberty Bowl in Memphis, Tennessee. And we'll have a full recap on Monday. Well, that will wrap it up from the Country Radio Seminar. I want to thank both Mike Harris and Precious Harris for their great hospitality and also for what they provide the Y'all Show each and every week. And we will be back here Monday with a whole new lineup. Thank you again, Precious. Thank you again, Mike. Always great to be here on Y'all Radio. Y'all Radio is how you say it. I'm sorry. Well, you see, she's from Kentucky. (laughs) Have a great weekend from Dixie with Love is getting us out of here. Y'all have a great weekend now.